This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business. Because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. How to apply the Barbie marketing strategy in your business for free. This is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes. I love Barbie the movie. I've seen it. Um, well, I'm, I'm recording it the day after, but you're listening to this a week later. And um, yeah, I just wanted to un- unveil what I believe, you know, is um, is possible for you as a solopreneur to how to apply parts of the marketing strategy uh, of the Barbie movie. I believe. You know, if you're if you're looking at it from, you know, you can look at it from many different perspectives, obviously, uh, but I'm sharing with you five tips on how yeah, you can do this for your own business um, for free. And the thing is, I think the most important rule is in this and that's you know what I want to share with you is mostly that you uh, what what I've seen is that the marketing team has had a lot of fun. They've had, of course, you can have fun with a marketing budget of $100 million. Looking at this, I do not think it's, I mean, yes, it's a lot of money, obviously. Imagine what you could do with that budget. Um, But I think actually for what they have done, I think they really spend it well and they probably had some really good deals, um, you know, just from a marketing perspective, you know, looking at it with with those eyes as well. Um, So they've done really a good job, um, you know, financially, but also, you know, really they had a lot of fun with it. And the reason why I believe is because, you know, everything has been taken care of in great detail. I'm not going to spoil too much. about the movie actually I really don't want to because I want you to want to just enjoy it but um, yeah so I'm going to mention one thing uh, later on that is not going to spoil anything but just so you know but what I have seen as well is and I think there's also kind of an ethical line maybe even to it you know so how in you know how much do you want the marketing of the Barbie uh, of of the movie actually uh, be in the movie and I think they have done a tremendous job actually uh, in doing that but you know in order to to understand this you just have to see the movie and um, yeah you can agree or not it's really up to you <laughs> um, so yes uh, you know if you're listening to this you have a business um, you know on your own maybe you have a team of freelancers and you really want to discover okay so Sarah get on with it that's what you're saying um yeah. Also, thank you for watching on YouTube. If you are, I'm wearing my pink blazer and pink lipstick, especially for the occasion, of course. <laughs> so let's get started with the first tip or actually um, notion that I want to give you uh, about this. Let me really start by saying, and this is something many people forget. So for instance, there is a um, a person on, this is a completely different story, but uh, there's a person on LinkedIn, he's called Justin Welsh, and he has two courses, both I think priced around 150 euros, and he sold a lot. The reason why he sold a lot was not because those courses were quite cheap, but because his personal brand is so great. 
And one of the things that many people tend to forget, so they're, you know, of course, they're following his course and then they believe, yes, I can also sell products for 150 euros and it's going to be really easy. I'm going to be a millionaire in, in seconds. But that's not it. The reason why he, you know, his courses sell so well, yes, the course is good. I've bought it, I've both. I, I've both. I've followed both of them. I've implemented a part of it. And, but the reason why it's so popular is because he has a great personal brand. And so I believe that the Barbie marketing wouldn't and couldn't have been this effective without it already being the brand. So yes, the marketing budget is $100 million, but all, um, all the marketing that Barbie has done all those 50, 60 years before that, that is the entire marketing budget. So Barbie is a brand in itself and you don't have to question that. You know, everybody, well, most people in the world know Barbie. And in episode 73 of this show, Big Business with Sarah, I'm breaking down how you can work on your personal brand. So I'm diving a little bit deeper into that. But I just really want to, sh you know, want to let you know that this has really worked to the Barbie team's advantage. So... What can we actually learn from this and what can we apply? So, you know, how can you apply this first um, notion and thing that I'm sharing with you is that I want you to think about what people know you of. And, you know, if there is nothing really popping up, um, then maybe this example might work. Um, so, I mean, you know, it could be maybe your color. So for a long time, actually, the Barbie pink was also my color and I'm changing it a little bit but I think I really want to go back to pink because I just really love it and it also attracts a certain person people that people persons that also love it and um, yeah so pink it could be maybe a font uh, a, a way that you're saying things or quotes so for instance last night I received um, a text message from a friend not from a client but from a friend and uh, he was sharing a book recommendation or a, a post of a book recommendation. And in the book recommendation, it says something about, um, it was about startups. And uh, there was something about, you know what, so after you've done, you know, when you're starting to become a skill up, then one, the only thing that you have to do is love your team and really invest in your team. And then my friend said, oh, Sarah, this really looks like a book for you. And I was like, yes. Exactly. Because, you know, I believe that um, if you're, you know, this was previously from an interim manager time, but if you have a big team, the only goal you have is them <laughs> and you have to invest in them and yeah, love them. I mean, you know, the way how you want to phrase it, but it, you know, it comes down to the same thing. Um, but what I really liked about that text was, yes, my friend is very invested in me and my business, but the only reason, um, you know, not, not so much the only reason why, but I believe he's also invested because I'm shouting it from the rooftops all the time. You know, I'm always saying this, you know, your biggest goal is your team. And I don't want to work with anyone who is treating their team badly. <laughs> so um, I'm being very vocal about that. And because I'm being very vocal about that, my friend knows this. And many other people know this because I'm talking about it in my stories every time. And so, um, 
you know, that is something that people know me of. So just an example, you know, not so much that I want to talk about this, you know, entirely, but just for you, you know, what do people say to you and say something like, hey, this reminds me of you, or hey, maybe you should read this book, or hey, maybe you should talk to this person. Write this down for yourself, see, you know, what, you know, what are, um, how you can connect those things. And um, yeah, which, how you, um, well, I'm going to talk about that. So Barbie stands for pink, feminine, outdated. And yeah, this is the spoiler. That's also what the movie is about. But I mean, it's not really a big spoiler, but and beauty standards and body standards. So really understanding the brand has been great for this movie. And you see it in the marketing. And so be as specific as you can about yours and mind map how you can leverage that. So make a list of things that people know you of. Mind map it, mind map it, you know, uh, through the roof, you know, like until there's no paper left. (laughs) So use that um, so that you're, you're very able to share this you know you're very and and maybe people actually and then you're you're really good at your marketing talking about that later but you know if there is a way that people are going to share something about this you know about you and make them a part of your tribe so for instance i was tagged in a linkedin post someone said to someone posted um an open call saying, yeah, I want to drink some coffee here and there. And then someone tagged me and said, oh, yes, you really should talk to Sarah because this, this, this. And, you know, that is the highest form of um, marketing slash um, PR, actually, you know, public relations, because people are connecting you. So that's the first step. Really understand, <laughs> you know, with Barbie, it's already a brand in itself. It has been for many, many years. And, you know, if it hadn't been, then the budget would have had had to be much higher, which it was, obviously, um, you know, in total, if you're looking at all the years. Um, but pers- working on your personal brand is the best thing you can do for your business. So listen to episode 73 about that, because there it's more about that. And branding is not just about found color, picture, you know, that's actually not what it's about. (laughs) Not anymore. It's, it's 2023 people. (laughs) So the second tip I want to give you is tease, tease, tease. So long before the launch of the movie, there was already a first teaser and they have, I mean, of course, it's a very visually, visually super attractive movie, right? I mean, you've seen the trailer, it's all there in the real movie. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it really works very well. Bright pictures, bright colors. I mean, that works great on social media. And maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you just want everything black and white, which can also really pop from the screen, but long before you launch, you can already tease. So a trailer, a color, a quote, a sneak peek, a client result, an idea, uh, writing down that you are brainstorming about something. I mean, it could be really anything, but do not forget to tease. I, I mean, and everybody is saying this, obviously, and I'm going just going to repeat it, but never, ever make the mistake to work 
on something in silence for, I mean, imagine if, if the Barbie team would have done that. You would be quite mad, right? Wouldn't you? You know, if, if you know that they've worked on this movie for, I don't know what, two, three years in total, and then all of a sudden it's it's in cinemas, and you're like, oh, oh, oh I did not know that. <laughs> I have to plan for this. I have to, you know, find money to to buy my ticket. And um yeah, I, I wasn't prepared and I don't even know what it's about. And and uh, yeah, before you know it, it's, at, it's out of cinema because nobody's watching it and it's costing money. You know, you would be pretty mad about that, right? <laughs> so uh, same goes for your clients. You know, they would, they um, maybe, you know, two months after you launch something, they're like, oh, yes, I actually really do want to, uh, to be a part of that fo- photography series or that beautiful deal that you have there. But yeah, actually, I didn't know you, you did it. So why didn't you tell me? So don't be afraid to tease. And uh, also with this, have fun with this, you know, right? So it doesn't have to be super slick. It doesn't have to be, you know, with uh, with a Ryan Gosling or uh, Margot Robbie. It can be just you. It's fine. Uh, you're 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 enough. And um, yeah, just really try to think. Oh, what could be a possible teaser, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the third tip that we've seen them do is that they really mobilized their cast. And, uh, you know, with with uh, with the trailers, but also they had those um, those kind of selfie. um, How do you say it? Like with a Barbie logo on it and uh, and the and the cast was posting them. And especially in the final weeks in the press tour uh, before the Barbie movie launched, Margot Robbie appeared in all of those. Uh, vintage Chanel uh, suits and you know really those Barbie clothes that you know you, I almost wanted to get my Barbies and really put put on new clothes you know right so um and and she was really she was really doing a great job and I was also thinking wow they're so lucky with her that she wants to do all that probably it's part of the deal and the contracts and everything but I mean she did it really um yeah great you know um yeah, A plus. And so what can you, how can you mobilize your cast? How can you mobilize your people? And your people probably could be your team as well, if you have a team of freelancers. But yeah, of course, your biggest leverage are your clients. How can you persuade your clients to say it for you? How can you make them a real part of your tribe, a part of the experience. Um, you know, how can you leverage sounds really bad and I don't want to use, use that word, but really how can you both benefit from something that you're launching? Think about this, write this down, strategize this, you know, what can you do to make this a win-win for both of you? And I'm actually you know, in, especially in my space, you know, of the coaching industry, I'm missing that. So sometimes I'm feeling like, yeah, but this is not a win-win. This is just a win for the coach, but how can you, and this is something that I'm looking for the entire time. How can I, you know, let my clients shine and share, you know, what they are doing and how they are doing. Um, yeah, actually every, not every day, but at least every week. Right. So, how can you mobilize them? How can you make that a part of the deal? Uh, which obviously it was for Barbie. Then uh, the fourth tip 
and that's a very important one, is to have to not reveal what exactly you are going to talk about. And because the funny thing is, and maybe you hadn't noticed, but when I went to the Barbie movie yesterday or last week, um, I went with my husband and he said to me, I actually have no idea what the movie is about. <laughs> you know, I have no idea what the story is going to be. And I was like, yes, you're right. <laughs> I have no idea either. <laughs> and that's so interesting because it doesn't matter. You're going anyway, you know, and, and the story is really nice. And they, of course, they, you know, they did a great job. Um, and um, <laughs> but that's so interesting. And it could be the same for you uh, and your offer as the same as well. So in your sales, in your marketing, but also in your sales, you don't have to say, okay, we're going to meet every Monday at 9 a.m. for half an hour. This is going to be the agenda. This is what we're going to talk about. Yes, you can you can say this once the sale is done, you know, once the people are in in the cinema, but don't say this in the sales, you know, keep it a little bit mysterious as well, you know, without, without it being unprofessional, you know, you're not going to be unprofessional, but you know, you're the expert and let people trust that. And, you know, for instance, the director, she decided not to share anything about, you know, the movie and uh, yeah, so I'm not going to share anything, you know, about what the movie is about, because obviously it would ruin maybe um, the surprise. So I'm not going to do it. I'm very tempted to, but then I would have um, had to release this a little bit later uh, once I knew that the biggest fans have seen it. But so I'm not going to do that. Um, but they could, they could have done, for instance, a tagline about what the movie was really about, but they didn't do that. So the same goes for you, right? I'm not saying that you don't have to share anything, but yeah, leave a little bit mist, leave a little bit of mystery. Uh, let people, you know, uh, surprise people. Um, yeah, so I, I think that's I think that's nice. So, for instance, in my case personally, I have a summer offer. It's really big. It's really huge, and uh, I have a lot of surprises. But I'm not going to reveal them now. Never ever. <laughs> And then the fifth tip that I want to give you is to have segmented outreach. So one of the things that I loved most were actually the collabs with the Barbie brands. And really one of the peak marketing activations was what I really loved and it really put such a big smile on my face. I will put it in the show notes. Was the Barbie house tour on Architectural Digest <laughs> and you know, they're doing this house tours all the time, right, with everyone, but in their real houses. But now they did it um, with Barbie. And it was so, so clearly Architectural Digest and digest and seriously good. They, they took it so seriously. And um, yeah, it, it, it was just incredible. It was two brands really working very well together. So I understand this is difficult, you know for you to start as an entrepreneur because you're not going to get fe featured in Architectural Digest unless you have a big network or a big wallet. So I want to invite you today to try to find a way to play around with this. Have fun. Because one of the things, and I mentioned it in the intro, is that I've learned and that we've all learned from the marketing team of Barbie the Movie is that they had fun. For instance, 
just a few examples, and you know, forgive me if it's a little bit petty, but maybe maybe you actually really like it, and it's going to help you steam up some ideas. So, as a photographer, talk about the behind the scenes the do's and don'ts of when you're posing for the photographer, uh, people whom you phot photographed uh, and what they did and maybe bloopers, um, whom you want to photograph, uh, share content that is nice to follow, that your people want to follow. Build a little bit of a lifestyle brand around your photography brands. Then as a musician, you can um, uh, share your process on creating a song or an album, uh, share insights of the tour, uh, show backstage footage, um, show, you know, for instance, if you have a writer, uh, show, you know, which stage is the best at give, you know, at following up on the writer. I know this because my husband is um, working part-time as a musician as well. He, he, is, he is an artist uh, aside from his job. And we are always looking at, okay, so what did the stage do with the writer? So what, what everything is, you know, what he wants, you know, not just only blue M&Ms, but really see, okay, you know what, this is actually a really nice stage and how are they treating you, obviously. And you can talk about that. It's fine. Tease with people or pe tease people with the upcoming tour dates. Do not just post pictures of the actual gig, but actually say, okay, you know what, in two days it's going to be, mm -hmm, I'm going there and there. You can still buy uh, tickets, etc. Share your struggle. For instance, you get one euro for one million downloads from Spotify. This is not true, but it's really, I mean, streaming is not very interesting if, you know, if you're getting only one million um, plays, I think you get 3,000 euros or something. Well, set up maybe because of this a, a GoFundMe, you know, maybe people want to have... Uh, a sort of NFT of your uh, of your music or of your art or whatever. Um, collaborate with other artists on this or other things. You know, have fun. Or really a completely different business as a physical therapist. Organize a day where your neighborhood is invited for a free 10-minute session. Have them apply to your practice. Send them a free video training if you have any. Sell products like foam rollers. Uh, create a plan for them on how to post, uh, how to work, how to do their post-workout exercises. Business, I know, business can be hard, but the marketing should be fun. I cannot emphasize this enough. It's fun. You have fun in your business. Well, if you, and if you cannot make it make it fun, then maybe, the, yeah, you sh you should really find a way on how you can make your business more fun. Because yeah, I mean, if you're not having fun selling your stuff, uh, then yeah, maybe people won't buy it literally and figure figuratively. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so as long as you keep the fun in mind, you will attract much more. And now it's time for one of your questions. I got a question in my inbox on how do I set up my business with free content? So 
you know, uh, you want to attract clients, maybe you want to, you know, uh, work with a different group of clients and you want to work for that. So Seth Godin really said it right. If people want to share your content, they want to buy your content. So do not be afraid to share your knowledge and to really share as much as you know. Um, so really set it up, um, you know, from just, just set up something, you know, that you want to share, you know, in a way that you want to share it. So for instance, if you really like writing, then set up a blog post. If you really like talking like me, you set up a podcast, um, if you really like uh, to do videos, um, set it up. So for instance, my setup right now with the podcast, I'm super happy with this. If you're looking, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you know, um, and, uh, you know, now finally I have my colored bookcase. I'm really happy with it. I'm changing the background the whole time and it's perfect. But when you're looking at my first podcast video, which was 78 episodes ago, so 78 weeks ago, this is one and a half year almost, um, then you're seeing something completely different. So you can have a look at my YouTube channel, it's all there, and you can see that I was uh, actually, let's say, settling for less. And you can do that too, right? So, and, you know, I just wanted to see, you know, if, if I liked doing this, uh, the podcast, well, the question, the answer is yes, obviously, because else I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. But so, you know, give yourself some time and opportunity, you know, to first to, yes, so Marie Forleo said it uh, very nicely, you have to be willing to suck. <laughs> and with that mindset, creating it with that mindset uh, is really going to sh set you free. And uh, don't be afraid to share too much uh, free content because you want to share free content. And then if people want, you know, their your advice, then they you know specifically to their situation, then they can hire you. And, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect right in the beginning. And I, you know, to talk in marketing terms, just do it. Now I have a question for you. So my question for you today is what or which Barbie marketing aspect that you loved can you implement in your business? Or maybe if you don't really like Barbie, but you like something else, why do you like it so much? You know, why are you maybe a Harry Potter fan? Or why are you a Star Wars fan? Or why do you like the movie Legally Blonde? What is it that you really like about that? And write this down for yourself and see how you can, of course, respectfully copy that into your own business. You know, you're not going to immediately copy what they've done, but how can you you know, kind of steal little aspects and make it your own. Really have fun with this. Uh, I really enjoyed creating this episode. I hope you liked it too. If you have any questions uh, to me, you know, that I had with the question from the audience, you can actually put a voice memo in the podcast. I really would love that so I can answer that. And uh, yeah, I really wish you a very happy day. Thank you for listening to Big Business with Sarah. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. If you're ready for your next step in business, you can find out how to work with me in the show notes. Do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes. Have a happy day.